What's going on, everybody? This is Abby Halpin, the host of the H2 Sports Podcast. And after a very, very long hiatus, we are back, and I'm so, so excited to bring you this episode today. If you follow me on Twitter, you would know that for the last two seasons, I have done public address announcing for my high school basketball team. And in those last two seasons, as I'll mention later in this episode, they are 49-0. They've won back-to-back state titles, 1-3A, in 1-4A. in They're ranked first in the state of North Carolina, and they're also ranked 13th in the country by Ball is Life and Max Preps. So... I'm so excited to bring you an interview with head coach Gary Ellington and his six seniors, Chase Lowe, Bill Abrams, A.J. Cook, Grady Brosterhouse, Jack Rodan, and Kyle Frazier. All righty, guys, I'm coming at you live from Weddington High School with the reigning 4A men's basketball state champions of the state of North Carolina. Currently, this group is 49-0 over the last two seasons, has a state title in 3A, a state title in their first year in 4A, multiple all-conference and all-district honors, and a national ranking from both Ball is Life and Max Preps. And Coach Ellington, as I read out those uh, accolades and stuff like that, what do those all mean to you? Really what they mean to me more than anything um, is just uh, the amount of work that we've put in um, leading up to this point and how um, you know how much that they've done to accomplish those things and the validation of the work that they put in. Um, so for them uh, to take a school like Weddington and um, accomplish those things uh, and be nationally ranked, I think is something that uh, is not only impressive in the community but impressive statewide. And I did mention that you guys just won a 4A state title. You won a 3A state title last year. What was the transition like from 3A to 4A? Uh, I would say that the difference between 3A and 4A is just the size of some teams. I mean, obviously, we were in a overtime game in the first round this year. You know, 3A, we were easily winning some games at the beginning of – throughout the whole playoffs, really. So, you know, just the level of competition was just higher, and there were not a single practice where we were like, oh, we, we can take this team easily. You know, we were, we were thinking that each one had a chance to beat us, but at the same time we were confident enough that we could beat every single team we played. And how did you prepare for that transition? I saw on I would see on coaches' Twitter all the time that you guys were in the weight room every single day about two weeks after you won the state title last year. How did you guys prepare both mentally and physically for that transition? Um, yeah, obviously, uh, the weight room's a huge part of our program here. You know, every single season, uh, spring, summer, fall, in, d- during the season, in the winter, you know, we're in the weight room. You know, uh, off season especially, we're in there like four or five times a week. So this, 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 the whole program, it's built around stuff like the weight room where, you know, you're working hard, you're trying to get better, and you're just preparing, getting stronger. You know, that's this kind of relates to 4A, you know, this year especially. A lot of us got a lot stronger in preparation to play against some bigger some bigger guys, you know? So, yeah. All righty, and all six of you are seniors. I'll start with the senior to my left, uh, Chase Lowe. Can you talk about what you'll miss most about playing for this program that has established such a history with your win last week? Yeah, so I would definitely describe our program as a brotherhood. Um, the relationship that I've formed with these guys over the um, past couple years has been – incredible um so I'm, I'm definitely gonna miss that i'm definitely gonna miss playing um for some of the best coaches in in the state and the nation um their scouting reports have been on par um above par every single game and um i am grateful to have been a part of this family and i'm looking forward to playing at the next level 
Uh, yeah, just to kind of echo that, I'd say teammates and coaches are the two things that um, I'll miss the most, especially my circumstance, transitioning from football into basketball kind of as the season's already started. Everybody just did an amazing job of welcoming me and making me feel part of the team right away. So I would just like to thank them for that. And just being a part of a winning culture at Weddington. I mean, that's kind of what the coaches here have built over the last um, few years. And to go undefeated two seasons in a row is pretty unheard of. So that's what I'll miss. Yeah, I'll definitely miss, um, you know, pretty much, I mean, it's going to sound cliche, but everything. I mean, just like the guy, the guy, I would say like I'll miss spending time with the team the most, you know, like there was never a dull moment in any practice, any weight room, any like, even like when we're running, you know, it's, it's, it's all fun to do it with, uh, with like with my brothers, I'd say. So that's probably the thing I'm going to miss the most is just spending time with these guys. Yeah, I'll definitely miss the unselfishness of all the teammates and the fact that all of us did not care who was scoring and who was doing what. And that's pretty special to find, especially at the high school level, just a bunch of teammates that just want to win. Yeah, all right. It's, uh, it's already been said, but I'd say the uh, camaraderie and, you know, just having your brothers with you every day, no matter what. And, you know, we always talk about the basketball and 3A to 4A, the, the, um, the weight room and being on the court and stuff. But it's, it's so much more than that. Basketball is, you know, we were together all the time. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I'd say I'm going to miss just playing, not just playing, but uh, practicing and working with my teammates all the time. And Kyle Frazier just walked in. Kyle, I was going around and asking the guys, what are you going to miss most about this Weddington program? Uh, I'm just going to miss my brothers. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to miss all my teammates and uh, how much they mean to me and just uh, seeing them every day. And, Coach, what are you going to miss about this group of seniors? Um, <clears throat> I think the biggest thing that I'm going to miss um, is just having them around. Um, you know, they, they, um, they are certainly a part of my family. Um, and I, and I view them no different than I do my own children. And they have been in our program for so long, um, that, um, I've gotten really accustomed to just having them around, um, having them in practice, having them in the locker room and, and, and all of this. And they, they, they have really become an extension of the coaching staff and we've relied on them so much. Um, I think that's going to be the biggest adjustment is, um, just, um, not having them around and not having that kind of, that kind of leadership. Um, but I'm going to just miss being around them, um, every, every single day, um, cause they, we've been been around them a lot for the last really six years if you go back to their middle school days um, and that's it's going to be a tough transition to not have them around. Grady you mentioned that the transition from football to basketball was really easy because of these guys you just you recently announced that you were going to go to the University of Virginia to continue your football career what do you take from the football field onto the basketball court and then vice versa? Um, that's a that's a good question I'd say as different as the two sports are, the team mentality in both of them are very similar. Um, being the quarterback of the football team, you're kind of put in a leadership position, 
And I'd say that kind of translated to basketball and in being a senior and being one of the leaders um, on the team. But overall, they're both, um, they teach you to play for each other rather than for yourself. You don't accomplish things doing things on your own. You accomplish things doing them with your teammates. All right, and this question anybody can take, so whoever wants it uh, can take it. Uh, you guys, the teams you played in the playoffs, they traveled very well. They always had nice and big crowds with them. The away side of the bleachers was always packed. How did you guys tune that out and play? Because you guys didn't play in front of a crowd last year. Well, I mean, we really saw it all year. So, like, at the beginning of the year, it might have affected us a little. But, at, like, for every game that we played, we were always the other team's Super Bowl. So, we there was always a good crowd to come see us play. So, we kind of get used to it. And it really just makes you even more focused because you know that everyone else is cheering against you and really just adds extra motivation. Kyle, you just announced that you would go to Belmont Abbey for basketball, and I feel like your your recruitment went rather quick. What pulled you to Belmont Abbey and made you ultimately decide, yes, this is where I want to be? Uh, the coaching staff and the college itself is just beautiful. Um, I, I really like the campus, and the players have been really nice to me, and they uh, a lot of them texted me and said, we really want you at Belmont Abbey, and um, – and the coaches, really, uh, they were on me since day one. Um, ever since I went to their elite camp, uh, they just, they just, uh, they, they kept uh, texting me and keeping in touch with me, and uh, it just really meant a lot. And I feel like that's what ultimately <laughs> pulled me to to go to Belmont Abbey. You guys have gone to a lot of camps as a team, and Chase, in your post-game press conference at the state championship, you said your favorite memory was going to a camp in Georgia where you guys went 0-4 and got beat pretty bad by uh, by nationally ranked teams. Why is that your favorite memory? Yes, I mean, most people would hear that story and think that I'm crazy. Um, but what, the, the reason I say that that was one of my favorite memories is because of all the experiences that we had while we were on the trip. Um, we, we got to go mini golfing a lot. We got to spend a lot of time with one another. And like I said before, one of my favorite parts is just being around these guys because these guys are my brothers and my best friends. Um, but another part of that story that I feel like people don't understand is that the fact that we went 0-4, I feel like, kind of propelled us and motivated us to um, really realize that, hey, anyone can beat us and that we, we need to take every team. Um, we, we can't underestimate any team. We have to come into every game focused and prepared and ready to go. And I feel like from that point on, we kind of um, just use that as motivation to um, – help us not lose any more games, I guess. Coach, what did you take away from that camp at Georgia? Well, uh, one thing is I, I wasn't allowed to actually coach. I, I went and watched. So I had to watch it from the sideline, which was which was difficult um, to do. And, um, you know, one, one of the things I took away was, number one, that, that these guys could compete with the best teams in the nation. Um, and then, too, as Chase is saying, is when the games were over with and they had lost those games, um, 
as soon as they walked out of the gym, they they were they were hanging out with each other. Um, they were going to play mini golf and, and, and getting ice cream and doing things uh, like that together. And and they just enjoyed being around each other, even though they weren't winning basketball games. And they were used to winning basketball games. Uh, I I think that's that's probably the first game they had lost in a really long time because the summer before that they hadn't lost any games. Um, and, it, and it's interesting because if you ask our seniors throughout the years what their favorite memories are of playing basketball, it's almost always team camp. Um, and these guys didn't get to do team camp their last couple of years because of COVID. And that kind of served as something that they got to do overnight with one another. And you could just see the bond that was happening there. Even though we were losing um, and they were frustrated about losing, they were still, uh, they were still doing it together and sticking together and after that camp you guys won 49 straight games back-to-back -back state titles you won in 3a last year you won in 4a this year who have somebody can take this question how does this year's championship differ from how does it compare to a lot from this year to last year yeah so I, I actually um i've heard this question a lot i think the biggest thing for me personally um, coming off of a 3A state championship, the buzz was really that we didn't play any competition. Um, and, and, you know, I feel like a lot of us heard that same thing all, all throughout summer, all throughout fall. And I feel like it motivated us throughout the offseason um, to just prove people wrong. Um, and I feel like that was one of the most satisfying things, you know, winning that final game, completing an undefeated season, proving that we can hang with any team in the state of North Carolina. And we are the best team in North Carolina, regardless of classification. Um, and I feel like we proved that and we proved people wrong. Alrighty. Jack, you were one of the three seniors. You, AJ, and Chase were uh, one of the three each seniors named as captain. How did you carry out the leadership? Oh, sorry. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Jack, and Chase, I'm sorry. Um, how have you carried out the leadership that comes with that title and that role? Well, if I'm being honest with you, I believe all the seniors um, on our team played a big part in terms of the leadership on the team. Uh, you know, me, Kyle, and Chase, we were voted, uh, but it, it was a group effort. You know, these, these wins, these championships, none of it happens without each other. Um, and, yeah, so just in, in terms of the leadership, it, it makes it really easy when – You've got guys that you enjoy being around and you enjoy playing with. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd say leading's easy when everybody's pulling for each other and everybody's leading. So, Your guys' state championship this year was at the Dean Dome at Chapel Hill. And I feel like when you hear that, you hear all of the history that's brought up to it, with it, and associated with it. What was it like getting to play there, knowing the people like Roy Williams and all the players that have stepped on that court as well? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a huge deal, especially, you know, last year we were playing at a high school, uh, so it, it didn't really feel different. But, I mean, this year, I mean, we, sh we showed up and we're walking through the tunnel to, to go watch the, the end of the girls 4A state championship, and you're just looking out, you're like, dang, this is pretty cool. And, you know, just going back into the locker rooms and kind of having that experience, you know, you're like you're about to step on the court and you look over and it's the, the floor from the 2009 Final Four because uh, I'm pretty sure Chapel Hill won that year. 
So, I mean, you're just looking at that and just the, the whole the whole feel of the stadium was just super cool. And uh, I, I, I did have one thing before. I, I thought that it was going to feel like small and, you know, less crowds. You know, the stadium holds thousands and thousands of people. But it did feel we had a big student section and lots of parents and fans of our team just showed up. And that made it feel really uh, – you know, really good, and it, I didn't even notice that during the game. It felt like the stadium was full pretty much. But, yeah, definitely a really cool place to play uh, for the 4A state championship. Did getting to have a student section this year keep you guys more – not that you already weren't motivated last year, but did having a student section this year keep you guys – like get you guys more excited for games and keep you more motivated? Um, I would say so. I'd say – it felt game days felt a lot different. Um, maybe running out at the beginning uh, and seeing all the people there to support you. Uh, definitely, it feels different. But I'd say at the end of the day, we're still playing for each other. That's why it didn't really ever matter to us when we didn't have a crowd there. Yeah, it's nice to to get extra support and see who's there to support you. But at the end of the day, the ones who support you the most are the ones you're playing next to. So. Um, it's it is fun and all, but it's I wouldn't say it's the most important part. Also, part of your student section, you guys had a live band of students. You had Demon Monkey with you, getting to run out to enter Sandman. What was that like, getting to do that in front of a live band? It was amazing. Um, you know the the support from not only fan the fans but from the band and the fact that they were like able to hype everybody up uh, during timeouts and even at some points during the game when they weren't supposed to, which was always hilarious to see the refs um, react to that. So, yeah, having uh, Demon Monkey there was was great. Coach, you've been at – you've been coaching basketball here at Weddington for a while, and this is a special group of guys. What makes them stand out from previous groups or teams that you've coached here? Um, I think there's there's a lot of things. Uh, one, their their bond uh, with one another. Um, we we've had a lot of close groups throughout the years. Um, you know they they, you know they they remember watching like Ryan Swigger uh, play, and they, and they had mentioned before that they kind of wanted to do things because of watching him, and he had watched Bennett Rutherford play before. And I would say that Bennett's class and Ryan's class, they were re- they were really close as well. Um, but I don't think from an entire locker room perspective that any any team has been as close as this one and any group in particular um, ha- has been as close as this senior group. Um, so I think that, um, you know, a- a- as a whole, um, just the-, the love that they keep talking about for one another and playing for one another is what makes them different. Alrighty, before Bill has to go, I do want to ask you guys one last group question, then I'll do more individual ones. Um, on senior night, five of you started. You all met Chase at the end of the line, and you had your own little thing. What was your – how did you guys come up with what you did at the end of that line? Kyle, I'll start with you. Uh, mine wasn't uh, as cool as the other, the other guys, but uh, I, I like to keep it a little simple, so I just – chose to do a picture because I thought it would be funny and cool um, and look back 
and I would like to look back on it and remember that senior night. Um, and I just thought it would be perfect for me, and it was just plain and simple. All right, uh, being honest, I had no part in coming up with the handshake. <laughs> um, uh, all credit goes to Dumpy, uh, Nolan Dunphy. Um, he he came up with this great handshake, and yeah, that was that. So no no credit, but yeah, it was also the same for me. Nolan Dunphy gave <laughs> gave me the idea to have to sign an autograph. For me. Uh, my and Chase, uh, we did a little synchronized dance. Uh, I don't exactly remember the first time we've done that, but we've done something similar to that before. I think last year, after the state championship, we were dancing and we just kind of went and <laughs> did some little stupid dance. But uh, I don't know, we just thought of that and we just added on to it a little bit. So, yeah, that, that was mine. <laughs> yeah, I just remember in the locker room before the game not knowing what to do and me and Chase just kind of came up with a with a little something to to do for my my only start, but um, yeah, just trying to make it funny and and get the get the crowd involved. Yeah, um, I, obviously, I, I was the one that was doing the handshakes with everyone at the end of the line, um, but let, pretty much as they said, um, some of them were come come up with by us, some of them were come up with by um, other teammates in the locker room, but. Unbelievable night and amazing energy from our student section. Alrighty, Bill, happy birthday. I got, I got a so I, I have a question. I have a question for these guys before they leave. Who came up with the McDonald's uh, water sign and noodle and all of that? That was Pete. That was Pete. That was, okay. It was our fantastic and amazing teammate, Pete Bombardier. Um, he is the one that came up with that. Uh, it was honestly a collection of juniors who kind of came up with it, like Bernie and also Dumpy uh, was involved in that one too. Um, they are very smart at coming up with good handshakes, and they did a really good job with that one. Not handshakes, but celebrations. All righty, we have to lose Bill. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you for staying after school. Um AJ, I want to go to you really quick. Uh, this season, if I'm not mistaken, you set a record for most threes in a game. You broke your own record at Weddington Basketball. You take a lot of shots behind the arc. How do you decide which shots to take and which shots to pass off or take into the rim? Well, for me, it's all about taking what the defense gives me, and it makes it very easy when you got teammates that are talented enough to also be able to do it when – Teams are face guarding me and not letting me get the shots that I want. I got to be able to create shots for them in other ways. So just really taking what the defense gives me if they're overplaying, trying to get some back doors and some layups, and then using that to create more space and allow me to get off more three-point shots. So I, I want to add that uh, both he and Kyle um, – broke the school record for the most threes made in the season. Uh, A.J. has the most made in the game, and then A.J. ended up with three more made threes on the season. So I think A.J. ended up with 91 made threes on the season, and Kyle Frazier ended up with 88. But the previous record was 69. So both of them destroyed the, the, the season record. Um, at – 
the state. I want to go back to your state championship last Saturday. We're recording this the Wednesday after. In the final minute of the game, you coach. You took out all of your seniors individually, and you put underclassmen on the court. You hugged all the players by themselves, and then you guys also had a group huddle. What did you say to those guys in the huddle? Um, really, just how proud I was of them, um, and you know how excited I was for them to be able to end their career in this way. Um, and, and then for them to just take a moment and turn around and look at the, at the, at their families that were behind them, um, and how proud their families were of them. And then I said, take a bow. And, uh, and they did. And, and, and the, and the crowd, their families all stood up and cheered. And there were people who weren't Weddington uh, people who stood up and cheered. I saw uh, Chambers families up there who had been in there since the game before. The Chambers girls had played before. And they were Chambers families that were standing up and cheering uh, for them. So really it was uh, kind of like their, their, their last little moment together. And for them to see not only were you know, the coaches staff proud of them, but everybody in the community was too. So before our championship game, the Chambers girls played in their 4A state championship. But la- the week your semifinal was no, your quarterfinal was against the Chambers boys team, and it was very close the entire game. Whoever can take this, whoever wants this, can take it. As the seconds wound down, and Kyle, as you sank that last three, what were the emotions going through your head? Uh, they were, please go in, please go in, please go in. Uh, <laughs> I was confident enough to take the shot, and uh, I knew the shot was going in. Uh, the emotions was – it was a mix of emotions because, I mean, we still had quite a bit of time left on the clock, and we knew we had to get defensive stops uh, down the stretch against Chambers. And uh, with Chase being a great defender that he is, getting a few steals, and AJ being a great defender too, uh, getting a few steals too, uh, it was just easy, easier uh, towards the end to beat them, and as the clock hit zero, it was just amazing. So Chase and AJ, you're both currently in the middle of the recruiting process. AJ, I'll start with you. What has that process been like, and can you give any insight on your top choices? Yeah, I mean, it's been all over the place, I guess, for me. I I was just trying to focus on during the tournament run, just focusing on winning the state championships. So it's been a lot. So just, I mean, top choices-wise, I've been talking to North Georgia, Covenant, Roanoke, and Presbyterian probably the most. So I'm looking to visit, maybe make three or so more visits and then try to decide after that. Yeah, so, I mean, like AJ said, I think um, all, all of our team was really focused on um, finishing the season out the right way. We were trying not to let any individual goals trump um, our team goals. Um, so, you know, s- since the season ended, I've just been um, in communication with a couple coaches. Um, right now it's um, looking like Cornell or William & Mary. So um, I'm, I'm going to have to um, – Make, make visits to those schools and, and try to figure out the best decision there. All right, Coach, you're losing six very valuable, very talented players, but you also have a lot of talent in your underclassmen at the moment. Where do you see this team next season, if you can try to predict that? 
Well, it's hard to predict, um, but the expectations are high and the expectations do not change um, from from year to year to year based on who who's on the basketball team. Um, you know, in, in our goals are set, they, they are painted on the wall in our locker room. Um, so we when we come into every season, we already know what our goals are and the expectations are. Um, and I think when you do that, um, players – they they tend to, to to live up to that or at least attempt to live up to that and I don't think anything will change next year. I think that the younger guys that um, that got to play a lot this year and then the ones that didn't are all looking forward to having their their opportunity, their chance to try to fill the shoes of these guys that are leaving. Um, and the guys that are leaving are obviously leaving, leaving a legacy and um, are going to be you know big shoes to fill. Um, but there are a lot of guys on the team that are working hard. That had that had to play behind these guys this year. That are looking forward to that opportunity. Um, and when you when you want for them to keep their expectations high, I think that guys tend to live up to that. All righty, your final question is courtesy of Coach Ford because he thinks this is what everybody wants to know. Do you put pineapple on your pizza? Yes. Or not? Yes. Pineapple on pizza might be one the great. Okay, pineapple and ham is the greatest pizza ever. Hawaiian pizza is the greatest pizza ever. Whoever says not no, then fight me. In all honesty, Kyle Fraser is the only reason I have not tried Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> That's probably true. I have not tried it either. I think I could like it, but I don't know. Hawaiian pizza is amazing. Uh, I like Hawaiian pizza. Any pineapple on pizza. I think a lot of people that are really against it have never tried it. So um, I think if you give it a chance, you might like it. I don't mind pineapple on pizza, um, but I wouldn't prefer it. Do you like pineapple on your pizza, Coach? I can eat anything on pizza. It does not matter to me. (laughs) If you put pineapple on there uh, or anything else, I will still eat it. All right, you guys are salty and sweet fans. Thank you so much for joining me today. Congratulations on an incredible last two-season run and your most recent championship, and I'm excited to see where the team heads in the future. Awesome. Thank you. All right, you guys. Well, that's the end of that interview. I really hope you enjoyed it. I had a blast talking to them. This is such a great, fun, funny group of guys. I'm so thankful that... uh, the six seniors and Coach Ellington took time out of their days to chat with me. Um, I hope that you liked that interview, and I'll see you soon.